Can everyone hear that or not? Oh, here Very it comes. soft. No. Very soft, Tim. I, okay, you can only just hear it. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's my intro music, but anyway. Welcome along to uh, <laughs> From the Valley podcast episode 95. Also uh, a little bots and friends uh, episode as well. So most, I'll just, uh, I guess, introduce everybody first and then people can sort of talk a bit about themselves. So people that may not know other people, we've got Amber, um, <coughs> excuse me. We've got Amber from Ambient IT. Uh, she's uh, a good friend of uh, Brisbane's uh, small business Facebook page. I've actually been on uh, different conferences and stuff with her before. Welcome along, Amber. Thanks, mate. Thank you. And also, Carla Wall. Not everyone may be familiar with Carla Wall. A good friend of <coughs> Carolyn Lovitz. Carla's also been on the podcast before as well. Uh, really good story. If you want to listen to that episode. Um, somewhere in the 70s, I think. Just need a battery, my battery's gone low. Um, what was that, sorry? Can you hear me? Yep, okay. Yep. So what we'll do is we'll start off, um, I'll, um, I'll say your name and you tell us a bit about who you are and uh, I guess what you've sort of done, I guess, uh, around the house that you normally wouldn't have got done because of uh, <laughs> these uh, lockouts laws and that sort of thing or anything interesting you want to say that's happened around the house so we'll start with marcel you go first very good good morning everyone uh, marcel from country consulting and uh, we are an it solution provider yeah this uh, lockout things or uh, has changed a few things um, how especially how we do the groceries or how i do the groceries um, for the first time uh, we only go shopping every second week which is a, a little bit different so you really have to do some planning and it's actually interesting as well when you go through the fridge and you do the cooking you know what is left towards the two weeks end you know what can you do mm. and sometimes uh, yeah you cook something nice and sometimes it's really just a patchwork so uh, it can be a, a little bit interesting and challenging and uh, beside of that, you know, the cleaning up is very good. It, it's, uh, it happens so often that uh, <laughs> I like it. However, then my bunny is not so happy because he is confined to the house. He's not allowed to go outside at the moment. Excellent. Okay. Thank, thanks, Marcel. We'll go down this way. Uh, Belinda's next. We'll go do Belinda. Uh, hi, everyone. How are you today? Hey, um, I have been, what have I been doing? I built a garden. And uh, it's now planted out with tomatoes and lettuce and uh, rosemary uh, marigolds to do a bit of companion planting. Hopefully that'll keep the bugs off the tomatoes <laughs> and, uh, and some flowers. I put some lobelia around the outside of the garden edge because I think they're just a pretty flower. So um, that's taking off beautifully in the backyard. I've got all of our beautiful ceramic pots out of, you know, being upside down with nothing in them for years and years and planting out some really cool things. So hopefully the front veranda and various other parts of the house will start to look nice again. I have a million other projects too, but uh, <laughs> that's what I've done today. So I'm figuring this is a marathon, not a sprint. So I've got a spare room to paint and clean out and all that kind of jazz. So that's, you know, next month's project. <laughs> so any, any more books on the horizon? Any more books? Uh, you know what there is? Uh, I alluded to um, the resilient raw in this one that I prepared earlier. And uh, I'm really nutting down 
the steps involved in, in making that happen. So this is obviously a really good time for people to learn about resilience and to be able to uh, overcome or uh, just understand that the past is the past and whatever the new normal will be when we come out of this will be born from our resilience and how we can, you know, step into whatever this new life is going to be like. So I think it's going to go on for long enough that people will realise that what we had and the way we did things may not necessarily serve the future of us or the planet. Um, and without going too woo-woo into things, I think there's a collective consciousness that's pointing in a much better direction than what it was in the past. That's all going to be part of the book. Excellent. We'll go down to Bev Ryan now. Hey, you Bev. Hi, Tim. Hi, everybody. It's great to see some, some faces, very familiar faces. So, uh, yeah, I'm at home with my partner, Jeff. Jeff has always been the, the food supplier, food cook in our house. He, he's a geotech. His life is spent at work in laboratories, and I, I realise his kitchen now is his laboratory, so I'm the one that gets to benefit from all that, which is pretty uh -huh. cool. Um, so he's a wonderful companion. And, you know, I just think we're really fortunate. There's so many wonderful things happening in a situation that none of us could ever dreamed that would happen. Uh, in terms of work, I started a writing group. We met last Monday. We're meeting this coming Monday. So that's that's went really well. People loved the idea. Um, it's just really setting aside time to start thinking about writing. And then I just, you know, we just have some silent times where people go and do their thing and come back and check in with me. So that went really, really well. Um, I've got a few, I'm helping a few people with resumes, um, which, oh, is, which is good because, you know, they're thinking of finding, and that's not really because of the the um, current situation, they're thinking about finding work anyway, so I'm doing a couple of resumes for people, so yes, I'm, I still go upstairs to my office, which is where I am now, and um, do my thing, yeah. Excellent, okay, uh, Vicky, you're next. Hey, good morning, everybody. This is so cool. I only just got your message. I'm lucky I saw it, Tim. Yeah. Uh, yeah, missing you guys. Mm. Well, uh, okay, so I have the nutrition category. And, uh, you know, the, what I've had on my um, to-do list to declutter the office, I don't know, a year? <laughs> and look, I, I had to do it. I had to do it because I can't get a virtual background. My, my laptop's not strong enough. So I, we've, I've completely, well, just about gutted this office. It's out now on the back deck. I have to sort that out. But I've got a, I've got a shelf where I can display stuff. So I'm so excited. Yeah, it looks good. Huh? Great. And, um, and the other thing I've been doing is... Um, Actually, this enforced not, you know, going places all the time means that I've actually done two Zumba classes online and I've started my um, exercise physiologist um, things online. So, wow, yeah. Very good. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Getting, my, uh, ex getting my movement in. Yeah. So that's Excellent. me. Excellent. Uh, Karen, are you there? <clears throat> yes, I am, Tim. Long time no see. How are you? Going well? I'm pretty, yeah, yeah. Well, as I said at one bots meeting, I've been self-isolating um, for about yeah. the last decade um, because, <laughs> because all, all the work that I'm doing mainly is all online. And um, so for me, right at the moment, I'm probably the busiest I've ever been um, because I'm hosting people's uh, 
what, what was going to be a physical event. I'm hosting that virtually for them. Mm-hmm. And also to uh, our genius camps are going fully into a virtual environment. And in fact, we've got our first virtual genius camp happening next week on the 16th and 17th of April. I will put a little uh, alert out there. I have two spots available for free. So if you know of any 12 to 15 year old who um, is getting right up the nose of their parents at the moment (laughs) because the parents are sick of having them at home and trying to entertain them and all the rest, then um, send them over to me for two days. And uh, virtually, of course, I don't really want to be having any teenagers uh, cohabitating with me in any close proximity. But uh, yes, so I've got two spots. So if you know of someone, um, get back in contact with me because we'd love to have them on board. Effectively, we've got kids coming from pretty well all around Australia at the moment. And last night I had a conversation with a lady in Ireland and we are coming into a virtual in Ireland. Uh, And this is the magic of what's happening now is that I see this as a long-term sustainable way Mm. of delivering, not necessarily the end of what's happening for me for business. As for things done around the house, pretty busy but I have managed to do what Belinda's done out in the garden. So planted marigolds and dianthus and they're all coming along very nicely. And it's out in the front garden as well. So the neighbours are also benefiting from a little bit of colour. So that's me. Nice. Cool. Okay, excellent. Carolyn. Hello, everyone. I'm Caroline Lovett. And um, I have been in the customer service training, awards recognition, writing and employee engagement role but recently my role has turned towards finishing some awards for some people who it's good to see celebrating some time Sally Healy and her team are one of my uh, teams I, I recently wrote an award for and they're finalists for courageous team in the uh, leadership outstanding leadership awards and a mutual friend of ours a contact of Carla and I Catherine she's also a finalist as a woman in leader leadership award so that's been really nice to see some stuff still being celebrated albeit all the awards events have been put off till the end of the year, so we won't know whether they've won their category. I've really been focusing, um, my work, the rest of my work is sort of downturn, but I've been focusing on making sure people are recognised at work and out in the community as well, and sharing the kindness around on Facebook and LinkedIn when people have done some really great stuff, uh, because it's amazing what we're seeing now, and, and some real wonderful people are coming to the surface, and I hope they stay there once all this is over. For me around the house, well, uh, there's lots of kids in my street and I've got lots of teddy bears and the dog has lots (laughs) of teddy bears. So I've been putting teddy bears and cabbage patch dolls in the window. The cabbage patch dolls, I've got a girl and a boy. In the mornings, they might kiss. In the (laughs) afternoons, they might do handstands. So that's really kept the kids in the street entertained. And um, I do like to have my wine. (laughs) (laughs) So at this hour? <laughs> at this hour. Well, that's coffee in there, but the cup makes me feel special because it's still got a glass on it. So, yeah, for me, um, <laughs> round the house, I'm not a housework person. I absolutely hate housework. So it really is a little each day just because I have to. And um, that's keeping me going. But I, you know me, I'm a people person. So I really miss the interaction with people. And mm. I do try and find creative ways to at least see people from a distance so that I can at least you know, see there's something human there. So I'm looking forward to being able to give hugs again. I miss yeah. that. Yeah, same. Yeah, uh, thanks very much, uh, Carolyn. Uh, Joe, 
How are you going, Joe? Hi, everybody. Um, well, I'm a vitality expert, and around Christmas time, my partner and I started a, a yacht project, and the yacht is actually called Vitality. And so we decided that we would um, have a project of self-isolating on the yacht. <laughs> and so we, we're living the, the liver. This is day 10 of liverboard, <laughs> liverboard life on on Morton Bay and so we're just we're moving with the moving with the winds to stay safe a couple of nights ago was the was the roughest night that we've had it's calm right now it's actually a bit a bit rainy right now I don't know whether you can you can see that I'm kind of huddled in a court we put everything away and then <laughs> yeah so look at this I've I've um I work from home anyway I've successfully most of the time my internet's really good it's it somehow tim after your your email came through where the internet dropped out on my laptop and i couldn't couldn't get it going again in a hurry but most of the time the internet's quite good and i actually yesterday i had a two-hour um uh zoom catch up with my clients in geraldton and that worked really well like mm. it's it, it's I should have been there spending the day with them about three weeks ago and obviously that didn't happen and and even some people who are not usually tech savvy have have been nurtured into giving zoom a go and we've had some really really cool sessions so look I, I like a couple of other people have said I think that um, this has transformed the way we work you know forever not that i'm mm -hmm. not that i'm not going to not go back to geraldton or you know meet with people one-on-one because -on -one i'm a big hugger too mm. um you know i love i'm very social i love being with people but i think i'm trying to make the best of the situation we have and um trying to practice keeping my vitality high i'm learning lots um <laughs> now i'm trying to share sunrises and sunsets and to sort of share the serenity that that I have some of the time and, and also obviously keep within the, keep within the law. Um, we had, we've, we've already had, I think three visits today from, from the, the Coast Guard and the Marine Rescue. We, the police checked us out yesterday and we're on some database that says, you know, we're okay to do the liverboard thing. Um, so we you know, we're just fishing for dinner and, and doing something completely different. Cool. That's excellent, Joe. Excellent. Okay. Now, um, next, next person uh, has made, I don't think she's come along to a, a box meeting before, but she's been on the podcast. Uh, Carla Wall, you can introduce yourself. Thanks, Tim. It's so great actually to see quite a few people I know. Karen, Caroline, yourself. <laughs> and I think Joe, you and I met at um, Float HQ. Of well, I, when I saw your name, I thought, oh my goodness, this is like a, <laughs> a weird, <laughs> my, surreal surreal scenario we'd actually met at louise williams dinner before that we sat next to one another at that dinner hadn't we so when we met That's at float right. hq we knew one another then and now here we are virtually on on good friday exactly. <laughs> courtesy of tim wilshire so it's incredible it really is and uh yeah thanks for having me today as well tim that was really cool um i was really excited when i saw your um message last night so to be able to be here today with you guys is great and to see all these familiar faces um, so, I, as you know, Tim, I recently set up my own business called the CWX Group, and what we essentially do is provide 
um, strategies for business leaders to build sustainable, viable and profitable companies, um, which is kind of ironic considering where we're um, currently at, I guess, with um, the pandemic that we've got going on. Um, and a lot of my um, consulting work in that business has just been delayed. Um, so I decided to look at what I could do really in the community. So I've utilised my skills and expertise to work with a couple of my um, close friends and actually deliver some business continuity workshops um, in and around the local community and also created a few um, Facebook pages to really help local businesses um, such as restaurants, cafes, florists, etc. Um, continue with their businesses best they can and, and really start focusing on how to diversify what they can provide. Um, so that's been really good and very heartwarming, I think, for me to be involved in. Um, in terms of what I've been doing at home, um, my fridge has become something that is quite scary. Um, someone else posted about it this morning, Catherine Vosper actually on Facebook, saying how, how organised her fridge had become. My fridge and my freezer is now so organised. I've got rid of all my plastic boxes and they've been replaced with glass ones with lids. So when I buy meat and um, fish, it comes out of the wrappers, it now goes into the little glass dishes and it's organised by drawer. <laughs> Please don't judge me on this. <laughs> Love it. Excellent. Um, uh, th thanks, Tim. No worries. And uh, the last uh, guest we've got here today, she may know some people in the group here, but uh, Amber Worth from Ambient IT. Uh, we, we were on a one of um, Kevin Gammy's, uh, um, I guess, uh, Brisbane Small Business Show together a couple of weeks ago, uh, just on the, as, as it was sort of announced with all these uh, uh, announcements around the coronavirus and, and stimulus measures and and uh, I talked a bit about the accounting side of things and, and Amber talked a bit about the EIT side of things and being mobile. So welcome along, Amber. Thank you. Thank, thank you for having me. Um, it was quite funny listening to Marcel there before because I think that uh, my world of working from home is the complete opposite. We used to shop three or four times a week, uh, a month, uh, yeah, so every three or four weeks. So like it could be a month and now we've got to shop every three every couple of days to get enough food for one meal because they won't let us buy things. Uh, it's nuts. And, um, and uh, you know, we come home, we work, we've got all these people working from home. So um, we don't think it's home anymore. So nobody cleans. <laughs> so yeah, got to get used to that. And uh, the thing I've got to get myself to do is get up and walk away from the computer. So I've turned my house into my office and, uh, and now I just work. I've got to remember that I've got to go home and uh, go sit in the lounge. So, <laughs> so that's a bit of a struggle for me at the moment, actually. It's, um, so I just keep working instead of going and remembering I've got a other half of my life. Um, but, you know, we're busy, so I'm not complaining. Oh, yeah, do that. And then I think I'm at, at the beach and then I just keep working because it looks so pretty. <laughs> That's has seriously anyone, not working. <laughs> has anyone else's partner turned into a house goddess? My, my house is amazing. Mine, mine, mine was, always was a goddess, but anyway. <laughs> well, <laughs> thankfully, my husband's still going out and working, and so is my daughter. She's a plumber, so we're getting rid of two, and the other three of us are working from home. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so that's a bit of introduction. That, uh, that was really, really good, everybody. And uh, what we usually do in our little bots meetings is we have these little business tips. Okay, a bit of a bit about uh, some things we do is just to be 
done in such a way to to avoid traps, scams, you know, those types of things, or or I guess hazardous types of things. Now with the the coronavirus sort of in uh, full effect, uh, everybody's sort of um, spending a lot more time, you know, talking on Facebook, uh, chatting on Facebook, putting different posts up on Facebook. Marcel, have you had a bit of an opinion about what you're seeing there uh, with these different uh, types of uh, uh, posts that are on Facebook where people are sort of sharing a bit of information? Look, uh, absolutely. There's there's one thing what we have to be very vigilant at this time, what you share on Facebook. At the moment, there are a lot of predators out there, which as well mm -hmm. sitting at home, looking how they can take over some people's identities, informations, and um, <clears throat> maybe as well hacking into their computers. Actually, over the last couple of weeks, we have seen uh, an increased spikes of uh, attacks in different ways or trying to pish, pishing emails have been substantially increased. The reason for that one is the hackers or the bad people, they know now that uh, a lot of people working from home or in the world and most often unfortunately home systems if they're not supplied by a corporation which has uh, strict security measures they're really very vulnerable beside of having an up-to-date uh, antivirus uh, pitching protection firewall they're very vulnerable and we just actually learned over the last two weeks how zoom has been vulnerable to attacks uh, the spike of the use of zoom has been also spiking uh, hackers to exploit uh, issues with zoom especially on a mac as well to to gain access to the system so what we have to be all very, very vigilant that uh, that we have on our home computers, if they're not uh, managed by a uh, corporation enterprise, that you have proper protection. So beside of that, one thing which is a, a small but a little important tip is when you log into your computers, your username on a Windows system, for example, should not be administrator, should not have the administrator yeah. rights. Because with this one, if anybody gets into the computer, they can keep take control, complete control over it. So you should always have at least two accounts on your computers. One is the administrator, where you do installing software updates and th you do the management, administration of the computer. The other one is the one you're using, uh, where you work with, like your username, like in my case, my name, for example, and that has limited access. So if anything happening, I know they can't take over my whole system. They can only damage my user profile. I can go back into administrator and I can then recover it. So that's something we all need to be vigilant going forward. I believe over the next few weeks, months, days, um, we see more of this happening and that can have serious uh, implication to businesses and Amber probably has seen that one in the past as well, um, okay. that people gain, got through a home computer or a, even, even a mobile phone and then gain access to the corporate data. And we all know that we are liable for that and we have to report a breach to the Australian government. If anything like this happening, if somebody hacks your email addresses or accounting or your client information, uh, a business needs to report has the obligation to report and that can have detrimental effects so security over everything is very important and stay away 
basically from the social interaction where you share too much information about yourself, keep it separate. Keep, keep what you do private in your private group. Uh, hold, although mostly, and we know that private groups are not private. There uh, people uh, uh, can still accessing it one or the other way. Scrapers can go through it. Um, so always be careful. Whatever you put online, just keep in mind, everyone can see it. And your information, your details, you don't want to give away where you live, where your home is, too much of that one. So um, that's a very important point. The other thing is actually at the moment, a lot of tech companies give away a lot of freebies to assist. And of course, they want you to lock into their products as well, uh, like Zoom uh, does that. But one another one which we have is Microsoft. Microsoft gives away Microsoft Teams uh, mm. for free for six months, which is a very good product. So you can do a, a team collaboration. And if you are already on the Microsoft plat platform or use Microsoft product, they're very good integration and integrate very good into it. So if you have a, a bigger network, you want to share files, you want to cooperate with each other. And uh, that is uh, a, an interesting thing. Thank you very much, okay. Marcel. That's great. Does anybody else have any other business tips so that, that there's now an opportunity for a couple of minutes to share anything else that you think is relevant for the corona, especially, I guess, in lockdown at, at, at the moment that we are, etc. other than do the right thing? Um, yeah, Tim? I'll just, I'll just, um, just something, this is quite a humorous, but could be potentially. <laughs> I work with a, a graphic designer who's, this actually lives in Canada, and I, we do a lot of work together. Anyway, I just made some flippant comment about Donald Trump. Turns out she's a Donald Trump supporter. So that conversation, you know, in relation to COVID and what he's, anyway, whole nightmare. So did you say you so, needed a new graphic designer? <laughs> I didn't say that, yes. But I thought, wow, you know, just a really good illustration of, of just don't go there. Like, if you want to maintain a business relationship with somebody and then that sort of thing comes up, you kind of got two choices. You either don't go there and you keep working together or you make the opposite choice. So I noticed during the night I've received, I haven't looked at it yet, but I received another kind of message with some kind of evidence about Donald Trump. And I thought, wow, this could go seriously wrong. So I'm not even going to look at it. And I'm not going to respond. So interesting. Yeah. So just a bit of an insight. You know, we've got too much time on our hands. It's a very uh, kind of inflammable situation probably. Um, anyway, that's all. Cool, cool, cool. I wanted to um to contribute something. Um, yes, go. Picking up what Amber Amber said about working from home and you know the whole idea of, of work and home just just blending into one. Um, I think it's I when I talk about pet pet being um seeing business and life through a lens of purpose, energy, pleasure, and profit, and then I talk about planning for pleasure every day. I think that we almost need to now more than ever. Um, compartmentalize our day and make sure that we actually do have something pleasurable planned and especially if we're working from home try and um, if you can close the door on where you work or if you can't then put a big tablecloth over it or something like actually um, and definitely keep working out of the bedroom um, to, to, to just make make sure that you have areas of your home where you're working and where you're not working just to, to, to keep the energy compartmentalized and, and, and to still plan for pleasure. Like, you know, 
especially if we're still working and we're potentially working, working more than we ever did. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I apologize for that, um, that noise before. So you've seen live, um, but being, being the police conversation. So <laughs> I don't know whether you noticed the police came and, and, um, checked on us again and gave us the thumbs up but i'm sorry that i should have muted myself earlier when that was happening that's okay all good um excellent so i guess i'd like to hear i guess uh what what people are up to over is does i want to know if there's anything interesting you're watching on netflix if you're watching any movies that we should be watching what sort of games you're playing online uh, what are we all doing so i'll start i'll start with um uh let, let me start with uh vicky is she still there yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I actually plan to do a bit of work over the over the Easter. Um, yeah, so I've got a bit of work lined up. I, I've got some uh, marketing I want to put together, so uh, that I'm going to put some time for that. But we've been watching a little bit of Netflix, and I do want to share a movie um, that I came across. It's a Robert Redford and uh, Jane Fonda movie. If you haven't seen it, it's called Our Souls at Night. And it's such a beautiful movie because it's about older people, uh, widowed. So I would highly recommend that if you're into um, into watching a movie. Yeah, it's really, really uh, quite beautiful. And, and just to see the, you know, an ageing people coming together. At, yeah, it's beautifully done. Excellent. Oh, although tonight I'm actually, we've got drinks with my dancing crowd. So uh, we're having virtual drinks. So I'm looking forward to that. And we're hoping to get maybe, are we allowed to go out of our postcodes? Is that, is, are we allowed to visit anybody? I'm, I'm a little bit confused whether I can do that. But Claude wanted to cook up curry and take it um, either to his sister's place or my brother's place. So we, we might do that if we're allowed to If still you're going visit to visit people. family, yes, you can. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. So we'll probably <clears> do <throat> that on Sunday. What about you, Belinda? Uh, well, I've been um, doing a stack of things. We don't have Netflix here. Um, but my mother, yesterday, for the first time ever, who has been a technophobe for the last 20-odd years, I had her sitting in front of my computer on a Zoom call with two of her other friends that she normally catches up with on a Friday. I'm totally stoked. Totally stoked. Yeah. So... Um, and now she wants me to set that up for her as a regular Friday morning get together. She, at the age of 83, does Pilates every Friday, as you do. And, uh, and then after that class, they go and have coffee together. So in the absence of Pilates, they can still have coffee. So they, they did that yesterday. I was so tickled pink. I wish I'd got a photo of it, but I'll, I will next week. But um, I, I'm delighted about that. There's a couple of groups on Facebook that I have um, decided to become involved with. I did put a post up the other day saying, for God's sake, stop inviting me to things. You know, there's pages and groups and everybody wants you to join their thing. So energetically, I've had to, and, you know, this may be useful for you guys as well. I've had to be really mindful of where I go and where I spend my energy. We could spend all day, every day on Facebook, checking in with everybody and doing this and that. But I think we really need to be mindful of where we put our energy because we still need to be in control of that because if this is a marathon and not a sprint we could get really worn out and come crawling out of this half dead by the end of it rather than choosing wisely now and being energized by the choices that we're making 
So um, one of them is called Obsessed With. And, uh, um, oh, dear God, the lady's name is just Hayley. Hayley Burley. Yeah. Has, um, has created this with a, a couple of other ladies. And it's just incredible. So I'd encourage you to check that out. Obsessed With, it's part of the Obsessed Hub. So, you know, what are you obsessed with? Um, you know, it might be kindness, it might be joy, it might be getting people to understand how Zoom works really well. I don't know, but um, there's a whole pile of things there. I'm doing a focus on Sunday night at seven o'clock on crystals, um, the healing power of crystals, what ones bring you energy, what ones uh, can be protective, you know, that kind of stuff. So Obsessed With is one of them. The other one that I'm getting so much joy from, absolute joy from, is a Facebook page called The View From My Window. And it's, there's hundreds of thousands of people now from all over the world who are posting a photo outside of their window. This is what I can see. Uh, and the images are just spectacular. There's everything from snow, you know, this far up the window to beautiful green open spaces to one guy who, where was that earthquake? Not all that long ago. And is like part of his building has actually collapsed and the view out his window is part of his collapsed building. So, you know, the, 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 the breadth of uh, vision in that Facebook page is absolutely spectacular. Um, the other thing I've done is I've known about this podcast for a while, but I listened to one this morning that touched my heart quite deeply, actually. And it's a podcast called Buddha at the Gas Pump. Buddha at the gas pump. And this morning I was listening to a lady by the name of Claire Dubois, who has created, um, who has created a thing called uh, Tree Sisters. And it talks about, let me just make sure I've got that right for you. Hang on half a sec. Yeah, Claire Dubois, Buddha at the gas pump. She's got this thing called Tree Sisters. And it's talking about, um, this time of evolution and how we are, we are all one, you know, the, the, the trees and the, and the plants and the things in the ocean and, and we people, we're not superior to any of those. We are all part of the one thing. And, you know, that might sound a bit woo-woo to some of you, but we're destroying the planet that we're living on. And if we take this time that we have now to think a bit more wisely um, about how we're going to move forward from here and how we can impact our small part of the earth, um, then it can be a much better place for everybody for a lot longer. So that particular, um, that particular podcast is, is very cool. And if you can get her, hers is number 540, if you're interested at all, but I would highly recommend that. I think it's absolutely fantastic. One of the things she said in that funnily enough was this here. Um, if you, if you look at life as, or, the things that you do or the things that you need to do or want to do as an experiment, then you can't fail. You can only learn from an experiment. So in, you know, people are intrinsically afraid of failing. Um, so we don't do things, you know, it's that procrastination perfection kind of strategy gone mental. And, um, I, what she said was if, if she was given a mission and, she looked at it as being totally overwhelming, but then she was guided to, to think about it as an experiment. Because even if parts of it don't work, then 
it doesn't matter. You've learned something so you can do it differently next time. And that I think is actually a really good theory to take into business as well. So that's what I've been up to. My mum's becoming a tech head. Um, I've got a gazillion things that I, I have on my list of things to do. And uh, part of that is how I'm going to impact my part of the planet moving forward when this is all over. Excellent. Okay. Um, I want to, what about Karen? Are you there, Karen? What are you up to over Easter? Are you, what, are you reading books, watching movies? What are you doing? No, I'm actually going to be creating a few of these things. Um, so I've got them ready for the kids. Um, yeah. One is going to be, some of them are going to be quite serious and others are going to be crazy stuff. So one of the crazy ones is um, the drop bear relay. Uh, and it's going to be, I've got my teddy bears as I think um, Carolyn said she's got. So they're going to be my drop bears. The relay is going to involve toilet paper and a whole lot of other things. And I'm going to video that as an exercise for the kids to do at home. So using things at home, we're also going to do something like creating a tower challenge and they have to use things at home to do that. And they have so many minutes to create it. So they can use cutlery, string, tape, staples, newspaper. And it's also to involve the whole family. So it's not just involving the kids. And then the games I'm going to develop are actually board type games. So they're not, we're going to have kind of technology online, technology offline. So that's the crazy stuff. Um, in the drop bear relay, a lot of people in this group know that I do dress up very well. That's also going to be part of the craziness that will be recorded. So that's what I'll be doing over Easter. Excellent. <laughs> so much fun. Well, uh, Carolyn, what are you up to? I've got some shows to watch. We started watching a show called The Outsider, um, which is quite good. A bit of it's a Stephen King from Stephen King novel, an adaptation on that. I've got to catch up on Handmaid's Tale and also catch up on Outlander to do, which I'm looking forward to. <laughs> Tomorrow morning, and this is quite sad because we've got lots of kids in our streets. We've got some beautiful neighbours. Vicky knows Kate, my neighbour, who doesn't have children, and she sees all the families walking. So she put a thing out to the street that she would do an egg hunt in her front garden and then let the neighbours' kids come down, you know, independently and collect them. And, and she didn't get a good response to that only because people are in self, self-isolating and things like that. So I understood that. So tomorrow I'm getting up and giving her a bag of dog treats, giving her half an hour to put them around her front garden. And then my dog, Otago, and I are going to go and have a doggy <laughs> eat Easter egg hunt. <laughs> Love it. Good, good. So that's what we'll be doing. And, and um, t- tonight, um, it's, this has been brilliant for me. There's a, a lovely DJ couple that do Northern Soul music. They did it at Sutton's Beach on the rooftop bar a couple of months ago. And because the event's been cancelled, they have a Friday night, Northern Soul night, which you just tune into. So you sit there with your wine. You sit there at the beginning of the night, but by the end of the night, I have noticed I am dancing around. So I'm going to close the curtains tonight. And... <laughs> Tomorrow night, there's this amazing Motown band. They're a bunch of Kiwi guys, and um, they, they live down the Gold Coast. They're called Sex and Chocolate, which is a really sad name when you're trying to share it because people are too frightened to open up the link as a result of the name. But they do, they're amazing voices, and they do some great Motown songs, and we're supporting them tomorrow night. We spoiled them last week. We'll watch them again and again. By the end of the night, after a few wines, we are dancing around the floor. So it's, it's great. It's a whole link-in thing. Love it. Beautiful. I'd, I'd open that. Yes, please. What about Carla? What are you, what are you, what's the plan over the next uh, four days? 
Uh, well, similar to Caroline, there'll be wine involved at some point. Um, so I've um, created a, a Facebook group called Love Litwitch Equals Support Litwitch. Um, and that's not just for Litwitch, but all the surrounding suburbs. So there's a little bit of work I'm still doing to create, I guess, pos positive sense of community and support. What's it called again, um, Carla? Sorry. It's called Love Litwitch Equals Support Litwitch. Okay. Um, uh, and the intent is really to provide, I guess, positivity, support in the community, and really help the local business owners. So, um, so for those listening, you won't be able to see, but today I've got on my um, No Free Hugs t-shirt until further notice that was created by a local artist called Annika Mumkist. So these are for sale on Redbubble. She doesn't make much money from that at all. It's like four bucks, but four bucks is better than no bucks. Um, and there's some really cool things going on, I guess, in and around the community at the moment, um, not just with business owners, but also with their families in terms of putting ideas up um, on the page for what they're doing over Easter. So in terms of what I'm doing over Easter, um, we've actually ordered a picnic from a company called the Picnic Vintage Company. And we're going to set up our balcony for a very nice picnic. So I'll be getting out my oh, champagne beautiful. glasses, having a champagne yeah. and having that little picnic there. So um, the community page, um, there's a number of people now who have um, said they're going to post up their pictures of what they're doing. So we can just spread a little bit of love and positivity um, in and around uh, Litwitch. I think it's great what you've done. I, I'm, I uh, like the page and, and I've seen some of the stuff pop up on my Facebook feed now, quite a bit of stuff actually. So I, yeah. I thank you for getting involved in the, in the community and really pushing it out there. And it's really helping, you know, uh, local businesses and, and all that sort of stuff. It's yeah. probably because it's probably because of you. I decided to get a carton of soapbox beer the other day. That's, oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And I think it's really, um, helpful to a lot of those smaller business owners you know we're all saving money on petrol so we can all spend more money on things like beer and wine for caroline and um i bought some lovely um easter biscuits from a lady yesterday um which is now you know we've changed the cover of the um banner on facebook and we're going to do that a couple of times a week um, based on a photo that someone from the community provides of something they've bought from a local <coughs> business owner or a service that they've actually had in terms of providing a means of promoting their business. Excellent. Okay. Anybody else got any, I guess, any Netflix series that we've got to watch? Just any, anyone who wants to speak up about anything that we sh we've got to make sure we've got to watch on TV or not? Movies? Um, no, but I've got an image that I... Um, found on Facebook the other day that I thought was really hilarious that I'd be happy to share with everybody. What is, What's that? What is it? it? Who does it look like? Uh, Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> the, orange, the orange face and the yellow hair. It's, it's just got the caption on the top of it that says, who am I? <laughs> Easy. Yeah, okay. Rightio. So um, I guess... Uh, what else we can talk about? It's always, it's, we've become in a world that's, I guess, hard to predict what's going to happen. That's, that's what I'm sort of seeing out of the coronavirus. We, a few months ago, you couldn't have predicted this really, to be honest. And uh, it's trying to work out when, when do you think things are going to get back to normal socially? Has anyone got any predictions on when we'll be able to go to a restaurant next, for example? Has anyone got any predictions on when we'll start to see sport on TV and travel? I think it's, I think it's got to look, going to have a lot to do with, 
people not seeing infection rates drop off uh, and going day. I can, I can go out now and just doing it and uh, escalating the situation instead. And, and you know, that'll, that'll be disastrous. Mm. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't oh. want to do any doom and gloom, Tim, but one of the groups that I'm hosting virtual events for is the Pharmaceutical Society of Australia. Yeah. And last, this week they had uh, a leader in infectious diseases as a guest and he's saying that uh, it's going to take longer than what they're saying about developing a vaccine and it's like what Amber said, this isn't going to go away until either um, we've got 80% of the population infected in some way, mild or extreme, or we've got a vaccine and he's saying that all of that could be at least um, 12 months. Mm. Yeah. I don't think they'll keep us isolated for 12 months though. I think, you know, six think... months and they'll start to put things back to normal, but they'll have to do that as gradually or even more yeah. gradually than what they've pulled it back. Mm. Um, I think that's where it's really important for business leaders to start planning for what yeah. that return to work looks like and how... Yes you focus on, um, I guess, almost categorising your staff um, because those who are high risk, I think, will be the ones that um, will probably stay at home working for longer at home um, rather than those who are kind of lower risk. Um, so, for example, anyone who's got an immunity issue or is um, asthmatic will probably be at home for a lot longer than those who aren't. Yeah. Mm. Marcel? <clears throat> I think it's the normal socialising aspects of um, that that ha are going to have the biggest impact on it. I work uh, is a big impact for the people whose businesses have had to close or premises can't work. Uh, not quite as much from the people who are actually capable of working from home, like perhaps ourselves. But the social implications of what you can and can't do are, are actually the bigger issue because mm. I think work will ease into it socially yeah. as is is the place that people are, um, are actually suffering you know, quite a lot. Yeah, agree. Yeah, Motivating I... your team and um, mm. continuing with the culture that you did have um, is really quite challenging. So I think we have to think about how we're mm. doing business a lot differently and how we're connecting with our staff um, to make sure that they do feel mm. motivated and they aren't, you know, um, it will be a, impacted by mental mm, health issues. It, it will be a big challenge. You know, this uh, working from home uh, about uh, 10 years ago when the technology really emerged, we've seen a lot of the big tech companies trying to in, uh, foster the work from home. It, it can be a good thing, you know, for a company as well. They don't need the office infrastructure. It can be cheaper. It can be uh, beneficial from that. But about four years ago, uh, a big American uh, tech company actually stopped the lot. They said, everybody, and we're talking here, a few thousand uh, uh, employees had to come back to the office to work. The reason is exactly what Amber mentioned before is, is isolation. It's very hard for people to, to work from home over a longer time period. Mm. And uh, what we have now, the challenge will 
tell over time actually what what mental health issues that will create uh, people self-isolating or staying at home haven't got this interaction yes we have zoom or, or any video conferencing chat it's still not the same as you're together you're going to the lunchroom or you have a morning tea together and you have this interaction where you share something which is just spontaneous you don't have that anymore and uh, I've been looking that one in, in our firm for a long time, how we can do that. And uh, I was actually starting testing it as soon as I came back in, in January from, from overseas. So I was working a lot, uh, not at the office and see how that goes. And I was studying myself and I've seen that you can do it on a regular base, uh, a good mix. I realized is that you work probably two, maximum three days at, uh, at home and two days you're in the office with a team. So that can help a, a lot, um, but this will be a, a, a big challenge going forward. Mm. So we have to be, uh, we have to uh, be very mindful of that, how this is going for, for people. Yeah, excellent. Um, <clears throat> I guess the, the, on the lighter side of things, um, is anyone, what's the funniest joke or stories that people have come up with in, in relation to the coronavirus, is there anything that uh, that someone that people that want to tell a story or a joke or anything <laughs> like that? My my absolute favourite that I saw on Facebook uh, a couple of weeks back now, and it was all just starting, was oh, or something went something along the lines of oh no, what if they close the supermarkets and we have to hunt for ourselves? I don't even know where Doritos live. <laughs> 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 that just cracked me up for days. <laughs> I like I like the one about the boats. Um, something about you build your political platform on stopping boats, and then you couldn't stop the one that fucking mattered. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Jim, what are you up to? Come on, tell us. Uh, what have I been up to? Um, yeah, so as, as you can probably appreciate, work, work has been uh, since. These announcements over the last few weeks have been have had millions of phone calls and lots of little Zoom meetings with, uh, with with clients as well to base basically seeing how they can get uh, you know get access to some uh, funding from you know a, a stimulus that the government have announced and a lot of these measures don't really come into uh, you know the, we don't actually see the cash until until towards the end of this month or, the, or early May um, that made it very complicated they made it very difficult to. <clears throat> for the Joe Blow to understand, which um, <clears throat> they could have designed the stimulus a lot simpler uh, rather than saying, okay, it's just depending on how many wages you pay. What happens if you don't pay wages? Um, there's that aspect of it. Uh, JobKeeper is going to be certainly a nightmare, I think. I don't know what people mm. have read or seen about JobKeeper, but it's going to be a nightmare. Um, trying to, you know, There's going to be a lot of commission of discretion or a lot of people... A lot of businesses that will need it and it'll be the timing of when they get it uh will it be based on april's turnover because march is still good um you know are they are they is the commission are going to allow a a prediction of what april looks like and so and and take it as its word and, and get them into it you know straight away because they need it straight away so there's lots of things that we've had to sort of deal with and there's a lot of stuff up in the air when it comes to the um the stimulus that's been announced and it's not all so clear cut, but we just got to go with what we've got. We've got to work, design systems and, and ways of doing uh, payroll and that type of thing to make sure that everything's compliant. Um, 
and all of that sort of stuff. So it's been a bit of a challenge, will continue to be a challenge. And the interesting thing is, well, I can't really do a lot of work over these four days because tax agent pool is not is down for a start. So the tax agent pool is down till Tuesday. I can't lodge any basses for clients at all. Oh, during wow. the Easter. I can't lodge any basses for clients during the Easter break. Um, there's a lot that are lining up, which we'll probably have to wait till Tuesday. Um, Basses are certainly coming in earlier. Um, as far as Easter, I'll just be watching, looking at TV, maybe watching some sport, maybe watching some movies, um, whatever I can find that's that's quite interesting. That's why I sort of asked if anyone, mm. any, any particular Netflix series that, that were quite interesting. Uh, there are a couple that I might look at. I'm not too sure what I'll go with yet. Um, but yeah, and obviously uh, just enjoyed some, some downtime. Some, I'll, I'll be doing a bit of a workout every day, I think in the next four days. Um, I set up a little gym downstairs. I sort of, uh, um, <clears throat> I was I was a member of the Lutwich uh, Fitness First Gym not too long ago. I had had been for a very long time, um, but uh, uh, but basically, um, uh, yeah, sort of finished up there last month anyway, and, and it just so happened um, that this, you know, it was probably going to get hard to go to the gym anyway. So I ended up just buying a lot of my own equipment. Spent a hundred bucks at Kmart on mats and and dumbbells and um, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. Um, so that's what I've been up Have to. You had, are all your staff working from home? What's happening? Yeah, so it's about 50-50 to be honest. Um, uh, we've obviously there's self-isolation at work anyway. So everyone's got their own office uh, for a start. Mm. So um, reception, people can't sit next to each other. They've got to sit all over the place, you know, different places. Uh, we, we have allowed, um, if if, if uh, staff want to work from home, they can. They can basically just take the um, computer devices that are on their desk, uh, put them in the car, take them home, plug them in, and away you go. They can, and mm -hmm. that's at least four four of the accountants have done that already, um, and uh, they've been able to uh, be just as productive from what I, from what I can see. So I know I've, I've 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 got a new computer sort of set up here as well. Uh, at home, so I've got I've got a setup here that allows me to um, just as, just like being at work, basically. Yeah. Tim, um, I guess you can't check this if the ATO website's down, but one of my clients yesterday, who's a bookkeeper, shared um, some information with me from a like a media page as part of the ATO portal, where they're actually saying to not not register Baz's early. They actually because yeah, it's, it's I, quite I'm imagining because, because people, there's a fluid situation, they yeah. don't they don't want people to register early and then have to change everything. So they're saying to there's not, two, not yeah. do it early. There's two things on that. Number one, um, I think most mostly if the, those clients have already got existing ATO debts, do not do it early is what I'm hearing, which is which does make sense. Uh, which means that they can get onto payment arrangements, have those payment arrangements deferred, make sure that's all done first before lodging that March quarter bass. Um, so that, that's one thing. Um, where, why people are trying to lodge it early this time is they want to see the effect of the, the cash flow boost on the 28th of April. They want to see how that uh, is going to help their business in, in, in their circumstances, whether it's not have to pay the debt at all, which a lot of people aren't going to have to pay the tax office at all in the March quarter because of this, or just paying the GST amount or, or whatever. So um, they would just want to see the cash flow effect of, of lodging mm. it um, so they can get benefit uh, uh, to that as well. So that you, there is two different um, schools of thought 
in relation to that, and I can I can see sort of both. And we've sort of we've I've heard that, and I've heard, and obviously a lot of other clients wanted wanted to get it in because if, if they don't get it in, um, then uh, they may not be able to, able to go into JobKeeper unless they've got the BAS done. And there's a lot of things that um, that uh, make it so financiers want to see uh, BAS lodged for March as well. Uh, like if you're going for a loan, they want to. See, but they're already asking for this information, even state governments, that sort of thing. So it's, it's quite interesting. So, yeah. Um, any other jokes, funny jokes or stories that people have got? I'm getting a lot of um, background noise in here somewhere. Uh, no, I, think it's, I think it's Joe because I think it's, it's the... Oh, the wind. Yeah. yeah. So I just, oh, good. I just muted it. You're muted, Joe. Can't hear you now. <laughs> Tim took control. That worked. <laughs> Tim's taken over your ship. <laughs> what was your question, Tim? Um, so where do we get up to? Any other jokes or stories about coronavirus? Uh, anything like anything that anyone else wanted to share? I, I'm quite inspired by the the positivity and you know, there's some amazing stuff that you we've got access to online. You know, people who are yeah, top level performers who are just you know, oh yeah doing work at home and it's just it's really awesome. I was just watched this morning a video of a family who are all in quarantine together and they spent a whole day working out a, a dance routine and they filmed all the you know the mess they made and it was just beautiful a whole day and none of them got cranky with each other. They just and then you know it was just a beautiful thing. So this wonderful stuff happened. There are some amazing things happening on um, like theatre and so forth. There's some of the West End Theatre in London uh, doing plays and that sort of stuff. And, and the Australian Ballet, I believe, is doing, um, uh, not doing necessarily, but um, giving free access to all of their stuff and their performers. In fact, some of these, I th is it the Queensland Ballet? I think it, it's either the Queensland Ballet or it might be even the um, the orchestra because they all have to practice. And if there's someone from the orchestra that lives in your neighbourhood, they can come to your place and sit in your in your driveway and play their music because they have to practice anyway. So they're offering to come and do stuff like that in neighbourhoods, which I think is absolutely amazing. Um, so just keep in the loop of whatever's going on. There's so many really cool things that are happening at the moment. It's fantastic. Cool. I guess... Has anybody uh, been doing the... Sorry. Has anybody been doing the clap for the, the health services? You know how those Facebook oh, pages... Oh, yeah. I, I, think that's a great, I think that's a great idea. Even yeah. when I've seen them. They should... Uh, cert, we should certainly should sort of do that more. Um, but, you know, they should certainly be rewarded. And people, a lot of people are just forgetting about them at this sort of time and just trying to um, obviously look after themselves. So you've got to, you've got to you know, certainly hand it to all the, the, it's a difficult job. A lot, you know, they, they've got to risk a high risk of getting infected yeah. um, and all that yeah, sort of thing. So, and putting themselves on the line and, and, you know, doing all the right stuff to, to make it so that everyone can stay as healthy as possible. You know, we, we've had a, we've had a pretty good, we've been very, very lucky in Australia, I think with this coronavirus, I think, um, we haven't had a lot of uh, deaths, which has been really good. Uh, and we have, and obviously you're going to get infections, um, but 
I think Australians are, are doing the right thing a lot of the time. Not everyone. You, you're going to have idiots, but um, you're going to have the neighbour down the road who likes to throw too many parties with five or six guests, you know. So, but <laughs> you know, it's. I think for the most part, I think everyone's doing the right thing, and uh, and all we can do is support each other, support all our, each other's businesses, support all the community groups, uh, and anything else like that. So, um, I guess we've probably got five or ten minutes left before we might call it a. a a meeting. Um, I don't think I've had anything to eat yet today, so I'm still hungry. But, um, <laughs> me too. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm surprised my wife hasn't bring me in some uh, some uh, egg cups or something. <laughs> but uh, anyway, or a coffee. What's going on there? Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> um, she'll, she'll, um, I think sure, she'll be good. Sorry. I was just say the hardest part for us. We've got a seven-week-old baby grandchild, granddaughter. And um, we saw her for the first few weeks, but we haven't seen her for a few weeks. And it's, mm. yeah, and she's not far away. That's the hard part. Like, you know, if you jumped in your car, you could be there in 10 minutes. And yeah. it's like, no, but I can't. 10 yeah. minutes, yeah. yeah but anyway, we got screen. We are so, you know, we live in a technology age. We're actually very, very blessed. You just have to watch a war movie to get a bit of gratitude, you know. It's like, I think we're okay, guys. Yeah. So people like to sort of watch action movies or comedy movies in times like this, or or just good movies in general. I mean, what what are people sort of into when it comes to? If you want to sit down, would you prefer to to sit down and watch a comedy in, in these sort of conditions, or do you like to say an action movie like a, a Con Air or something like that? I um I like actually comedies in in general. I, I like that a lot. And uh, the last couple of days when I came home, actually, um, I came come home. Uh, have a shower straight away, change the clothes, put that stuff away, and then we have dinner. And after that, I I got addicted to a little show. I know it's it's very simple, but I just liked it. It's called uh, Death in Paradise on the oh, yeah. ABC iView, oh, yeah. and good, yeah. I just watched all eight episodes which were there <laughs> available. And I'm so sad. I've got nothing to do anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. Oh, have you watched the new series? Because it's on. Tomorrow night, isn't it? It's a brand uh, new series. Have you just binged the new series? Have you? Yeah, yeah, I went, went just through it. And uh, I just like it because it's just a simple entertainment. And sometimes yeah. you've got a little bit of laugh on it. And uh, I like you the You don't have to think too bit. hard to enjoy it. Exactly right. So switching it off, uh, that's my thing is, you know, with, this, with the work, like uh, my industry, like uh, a few others ones here, is very busy at the moment. And uh, it's good to switch off and, and put away, for me personally, that the worries in the world. Mm. Mm. Yeah, comedies, I mean, I don't know. As far as movies, probably not so much as comedies, but when I'm turning on TV, for some reason, if two and a half men's on, I might just watch the episode and just sit down and watch it. It's, it always seems to be on, or Frasier, or something like that. Just, But um, there's certainly plenty of great things you can watch uh, on TV anyway. Um, you just got to find it, I guess. Uh, but uh, any any other final thoughts before we get back into lockdown? <laughs> last, uh, last Saturday, I had to drive from Narangbar down to Cleveland to uh, press the, uh, turn off the uh, oh airplane mode on my mum's iPad. But she was so happy she could read her books again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it fits into social isolating rules and whether I was allowed to do that, but it was definitely an emergency. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I've, got, I've got something for people that live here in um, the Moreton Bay region. 
and there's uh, a Facebook group called Morton Bay Prawns. Let me just show you. That's what it looks like, Morton sure. Bay Prawns. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the trawlers, as you would understand, can't go out at the moment, either can't go out or do go out, but their local, um, the cafes and restaurants that were buying their staff are no longer buying their staff. So if we're really uh, wanting to support small business and buy local and all that kind of stuff, uh, let's get hold of our local trawl people and just say, hey, let's, let's buy some stuff from you. So that Facebook page, he had a deal. Um, you could get three different types of things. I ended up with a kilo of green, medium-sized tiger prawns and a kilo of cooked oh, medium-sized tiger prawns. How did I do that? And um, Yeah, that's big, isn't it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, $15 a kilo. Very cheap. What's the, name that, what's the name of that Facebook page? It's called Morton Bay Prawns. The guy's name is Ted Woodham. W-W-O-D-H-A-M. That's so cheap. That's cheap. Oh, absolutely. And it, it means that he can keep feeding his family. You know, he's got a yeah. bit of a livelihood, even though it's a lot cheaper probably than what he would normally sell them for. If we can keep people, like, and he probably doesn't go out every night. He probably goes out two or three times a week as opposed to, you know, four or five times a week. I don't know. But um, it's just meaning that he can keep going with what he's needing to do. And we get some really cool seafood at a really reasonable price. Mm. He's not the only one. I'm sure there are others. Depending on where you live, you know, seek out somebody that, that you know, you know or whatever and um, just spread the word. I think that's a really cool thing to do. Just continue Agreed. to buy local and support it's, who we can. That's so important. And, you know, people aren't looking to make margins. They're just looking to survive right now. Um, Absolutely. That was the intent behind the page, I guess, that I'd set up. Um, and quite regularly now, um, the customers of those local business owners are promoting like you've, you've done with um, the prawns there. Yeah, and there's nothing better than hearing from your customers um, rather than you trying to kind of promote it yourself. So yeah, I think that's a, you know it's really lovely that there's that compassion and kindness and support that's in the community. And just going back to what Caroline said, I'd really love to see that continue in in the future. It would be amazing. Okay, cool. <clears throat> it's been great to have everybody on. I'd like to thank everyone for coming along. And maybe in two weeks' time, when it's a usual sort of Friday maybe at 7 a.m. we might do one of these again. Who knows? But uh, I think it's been really, really good. It's been really enjoyable. And uh, I think it's been great. And I hope everyone really has a good Easter. But, uh, yeah, thank you very much to everyone for coming Jim, along. Jim, can, can I just say, Jim, that if anyone wants to save the chat to get those links, you can do that. Oh, can you? How do you do it? Well, down the bottom where it says to everyone, on the right-hand side, there's some little, three little dots. Ah, oh, yeah, great. Thanks. Oh, thanks. Oh, wow. Thank you for that, Bev, because um, I was in a Zoom yesterday and I forgot to save all of the links that people put in there. Mm. So I've learned something new today. Thank you. So you'll get a file that you That's save somewhere. Okay. That's See cool. But, uh, but yeah, thanks very much, everyone. Marcel, thank you very much for, for, for not making it so I wasn't the only male here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I felt like it was just two of us and eight, eight, eight uh, female, you know. So we have to get Kevin Ryan back on board. Oh, oh probably invited, I, I invited him and Dennis. I don't know where they are, but uh, anyway. <laughs> okay. Look, I think as well that uh, this is a 
this is a good start for, for bots at the moment so that we keep in touch with each other. And thank you very much for taking up, Tim. Uh, I was a little bit slack this week. Tim approached me beginning of the week to doing a Zoom meeting, um, but that worked out very well. And uh, I think uh, we'll talk in behind the scene a little bit to organize it in a fortnight. So let's do the bots meeting, I think, uh, going forward till we have like to this, yeah. uh, like this and have a, a proper schedule as well uh, in uh, and the speaker maybe we can organize a speaker as well i was just about to say we don't need a speaker thank goodness <laughs> okay we don't need to but we could have a theme we could have to to talk yeah, about the theme that's a good idea. something yeah, like we could that have some you know themes you know things that might be coming up so that, that that'd be great but yeah. thank you very much it's great to see karen great to see belinda vicky and amber thank, thank you. you very much for coming yeah. on board uh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you for having me. It's been yeah. very enjoyable. Yeah. Hi. Nice to see all your happy faces. Yeah. And yeah, thanks for all nice. the tips. Thanks for the tips. I'm going to check that out, Amber. The Haunting of Hill House. Haunting yeah. of Hill House is very good. Oh, yes. Mm. <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah very yeah. good. Okay, great. Yeah, okay. See good to see you again, Carolyn, Carla, Bev. And uh, that was great. Take care. This, I'll try to get this. I'll have a listen to it, but uh, this might be uploaded as a podcast later on. So thank you very much. Awesome. Thanks. Good See From the Valley Podcast. See you later.